I'm Suzanne. And I'm Peter. And we are back after a week of not doing a podcast because I did some writing instead about my, I think it was about my, uh, about my commitment phobe issues or what people think they are. But anyway, <laughs> you're here with that Sex Advice. That was my fault. I said that. You said that. And other people have said that as well. You're not the only one. Uh, we're back with Sex All Advice right. for Seniors. And we did a TikTok video talking about whether men and women can be friends and it's funny because peter's attitude towards that was quite significantly different from my own and we thought we'd we'd share our differences of opinion on yeah. that one because yeah, my yeah, hash about <laughs> my best friend is an ex-boyfriend and he's uh, a man obviously because he's my ex-boyfriend yeah. and he's a boyfriend yeah, ex-boyfriend. And he, and we had a chat about this the other day as well. And he was saying, and I, and I think there's something in this. He was saying that what happened in our, in our own relationship was that we went through a breakup that was mainly around the fact that we were both dealing with different personal issues in our lives that we had to really work on on our own. His was around mm. his own mental health and some of the challenges he was experiencing with that. And mine right. was that I just started the menopause and I just was really struggling with dealing with that and hot flashes and loss of libido and just feeling really kind of shit, frankly. And I just didn't yeah. feel it was fair to put him through that. And it kind of coincided both of those issues with, making the decision that being together just wasn't a good idea, but it was still very painful. And in my mm. case, I really needed some distance because I was, I just did. I, I needed some distance and he found that very difficult, but he gave me some distance and, but he wanted to keep the friendship going because we were very close. And so after a, a period of time, he, he and I started to get back together, but in a different way that wasn't sexual. Mm. And we started to move towards a different type of relationship, which was a friendship that we now have. Mm. And that took a period mm. of time that was probably harder for him than it was for me. And I remember, yeah, I remember feeling kind of angry at the beginning and then, and then gradually losing that anger and becoming more amenable to to this idea of being friends and which we now angry are with him yeah yeah uh yeah because mm. you know there was some stuff that went on mm. that i felt i should have been told earlier in our relationship and i was angry yeah, yeah. not at having not been told that and so i needed a bit of like space to process what our relationship had been about and and my feelings towards about all of that so so yeah but now we're very very good friends and although, no, you're very close friends aren't you you yeah. know like incredibly close to this to the point where most people that i've been in relationships with that are of a sexual nature find our relationship difficult to deal with um, mm. And that's the other thing, of course, being a friend, a very close friend with a man, is, is that when you're in a, a, an intimate relationship with a man and you have a close platonic relationship with a man, it's diff that's hard. It's, ha it's hard. I get it. It's hard. It because, is very difficult, yeah. I, because, um, 
Well, yeah. this is one of those areas where this is one of those areas where it's very easy to extrapolate from your own your own experiences, and um, uh, and so I extrapolate from my from my attitude to women in general, and um, you know something I've had to do a lot of work on over the years is is um, how I, what I actually think of women. And um, mm. it's not entirely flattering all the time <laughs> to me. Um, <clears throat> and, and I think it's very easy in this situation to extrapolate and think that, well, everybody thinks like this, you know, thinks mm. the same as me about... I mean, there's a tendency to do that anyway when, di- when discussing sexual relations between men and women. Because <clears throat> you only got yourself to go on, really. You, you, you know, there are surveys, and you can ask your mates, but you can never get a really honest picture of what's going on. I think it's very difficult for 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 people to be honest about this. And um, you know, as a man um, and as me, I I know that the friendships I have with women, and I have some close women friends. But there's always a little niggling thing in the background, you know, um, that, oh, well, you know, if this happens or that happens, then maybe... Because why would I be friends with these other with these people otherwise? You know, and then you kind of think, well, what, how does that work with the men friends, you know? And and it's, it's entirely different, but, um, but it... There is a there is a difference there in purely in in gender relations and what what you expect from the opposite gender or a different gender than you do from people of the same gender. So it's all very mixed up and and complicated. And I'm curious and about when you say when I heard you say, why would I be friends with these people otherwise? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that in itself speaks volumes to me about I know. your your feelings about women. It's just yeah. like we're yeah, just people, people that you like, right? I mean, mm. it's not necessarily just about getting into our pants. It's about, you know, like we have thoughts and feelings and opinions and interesting yeah. things to say and, and, and yeah, we can no, be know, fun know, to but... be around and all of that sort of stuff. Like we can, well, I, we can just exist I on the planet without... Yeah, no, no. I recognise all that, all that stuff, and the the women friends I've had, and I have, yeah. are 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 funny and clever and witty and yeah. lovely, and you know they have opinions about things, and we have, you know, arguments about things that aren't sex. But just at the back of it, there is also this thing: is oh, she's you know she's a woman I quite fancy as well, you know, yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you know, it's not either or. It's that there is this extra d- dimension to stuff, you know. And um, and I find it very difficult to. No, well, that's not true. I don't find it very difficult, but but it's always there, you know. Even yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. W- with very close close friends. I yeah. I mean, I wonder how much age as well as a factor in all of this. I mean, certainly as I've gotten older my sexual urges towards people are less. And there was, Frank, there was something somebody said, um, 
and I don't know who it was, about older women that they said, desire follows arousal. And I thought that was really an interesting statement about mm -hmm. the way, because I do speak to a lot of women who are just like, I just don't get aroused anymore. You know, I just don't have those same feelings of arousal. And I do get that because I can be out with guys and feel really like, yeah, I could fuck you or not, but I'm not, you know, my brain's not really, not really all that, it's not all that like switched on there. And then if something mm. sexual happens, you know, somebody does something that's sexual, then I'm like, ooh, ooh, this is getting a bit fruity now. And then I get excited, right? And then it all kind of kicks off from there. So my relationships with men now are... Um, they're mu it's much easier for me to be platonic now, whereas men's sexual drives, they don't seem to, sure, they do dissipate lack of, you know, testosterone depletes and everything, mm. but, you know, you've still got a pretty high sex drive, and yeah. I suspect that that is part of it as well. It's like you just meet a woman yeah. and your yeah. willy goes like, ooh, ooh, it's a woman, it's a woman. There might be something yeah. that happens. She's got a vagina, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's, and I, yeah. you know, whereas that's mine pleasant. doesn't go like, oh, he's got a willy, he's got a willy. Like nothing goes on there anymore. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah, no, well, that is the difference. But, and that's why I say it's, you know, one shouldn't extrapolate from oneself really because I do have, you know, I yeah. get that feeling and that, that, it's like yeah, frisson yeah. from the very first moment, you know, and I, yeah, I, I yeah, think, yeah, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> and you know, every opportunity, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Whenever I, every opportunity, I'm, I'm always thinking, oh, I wonder if something will come of this, you know, and um, yeah. you know, you meet someone in the corridor and think, oh, they live in the same building as me. I wonder if I can just pop up and see her, you know, and it would be so good that. If she was, you know, that close and blah, blah, blah. I know she's 30 years younger than me, but never mind. It'd be okay. She, maybe she likes older men and, you know, and all this sort of stuff goes on in my head while I'm sort of saying, oh, hello, my name's Peter. I'm already, I'm already thinking these things, you know. It's 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 terrible. It's terrible. As, some, as somebody said, you know, being chained to a tiger. Um, and yeah, yeah it's, it's still there. It's, you know, the tiger's not dead. Yeah, yeah, and that was like my forties. <laughs> that was my forties, yeah, man. That, that was right. totally my forties. Is like being chained to that horny monster that was dragging yeah. me around into dangerous situations. And now I have to admit, it's not. It's not there. And I mm. know that it's still there with most of the guys that I do meet. And I suppose that's maybe slightly changed my attitude and approach towards dating and everything like that is because I think to myself, like, they're always going to be up for it. Like, yeah. I'm a fun person. I still look pretty good. I can, you know, I can I, I can still give a good blowjob. So, like, that's, <laughs> I know that's going to be, um, that's always going to be there if I want it. I suppose that's the thing that I've learned as an older woman is that I've got that choice now. Like people like yeah. you wandering around with your always horny face on is I, I can, if I want to, if I want to, if I want to go there, then, mm. you know, it's there. Right. And, you can. and, and most, and, and you can, and I sp suspect most, most women don't really know that, but 
but but maybe but I do but I do also know that that you know in my particular going back to the friends thing I do know that in my particular circumstance that we do have a totally platonic relationship we can give each other a hug we love one another we feel very you know we are mm. Like I, you know, very, he's, he's the closest person in my life, knows me better than anybody else in my life, but it's mm. not somebody that I'm going to have sex with. And part of that mm. as well is around his own libido, which he's acknowledged recently, you know, is not, is not what it was. And so I do think maybe mm. as well, we have to deal with the aspect of like, if you're a man and you've got a high libido, then maybe being friends with a woman, it's just going to be tough because your small brain is always going to be trying to get in there going, yeah. oh, maybe something can happen. Whereas if you're a guy with maybe not such a high libido, then maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, or, or, you know, as we know, there's lots of medication at the, out there at the moment that people are on, which sometimes inhibits their libido i mean like in your case like <laughs> i have been with somebody I who's on anti who was on antidepressants right yeah. and he said he had no libido and so he tossed the antidepressants in the bin which was probably not the best idea in the world and no, it's not, in not your good. case <laughs> but in your case it seems to make no fucking difference so <laughs> no i'd need to take quite a lot of antidepressants i think because i'm you know i'm on antidepressants for um for some of the symptoms of my ms but it doesn't yeah. doesn't seem to affect my libido at all um no. I, don't, I, I don't notice any difference in my libido now at 62 to when i was 22 you know um really? and no not at all um, I, I masturbate less than I used to because it just well one of the one of the uh, side effects of of uh, sertraline is it takes a long time to come. Um, so yeah, masturbation just gets bloody boring after a while. You know, you just think, <laughs> oh come on, for Christ's sake! So I've I've kind of given up on that, but um, but it has all the advantages as well, of course. But um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't notice any any difference really. I'm still as up for it as I ever was, really, and yeah, it's a terrible thing I, to live with, really, um, it, because it, is it does kind get of in, hard. It, it, well, yeah, if that's the right phrase. Um, it gets in the way of of um, of relationships, you know. Maybe that's why I don't have many female friends because they, you know, they don't want this sort of horny stalker hanging around all the time you know um or maybe they do i don't know maybe they're frightened by it maybe i'm you know off-putting but it's something that i do think about quite a lot and whether i can actually have just a purely platonic friendship with, with someone um I, I don't know i don't know whether that would I do have, you know, friendships, as I said, with close friendships with a couple of women, but with both yeah. of them, there's, 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 you know, there's, it's there <clears throat> for me. And do they know that? Yeah. I assume they know that. They yeah, know they that. Yeah, they know that. Yeah. And do they um, get, do they tell you that it's irritating or they don't care? No, we're, we've moved past it in terms of our friendship. 
Um, and I, you know, it's not mentioned anymore. Um, but um, yeah. so you know, and I, I manage it. <laughs> I manage my my predilections quite quite well. You know, I'm not some sort of rapey stalker, <laughs> but. Like most men, it is there. And I think rapey stalkers are the men who just can't control it to the extent they think they've got the right to impose this desire on the women around them. That's that's the difference, you know. Well, I know that I don't I've know. Got I think rapey desire. stalkers are people. Yeah, I think rape is a slightly different thing. It's a violent act. I'm not sure how sexual. You know, I'm not. I think there's a. That's a whole another story about. Yeah, that's that, a different. Right? I, yeah, I don't. I think it's podcast. a totally different thing. I think it's more that um, that it's yeah, like you it's, say if it's if it's if your libido is constantly dragging you around into and so that every woman becomes a potential conquest, mm. it can it can get in the way of just being friends with somebody yeah. who's actually just a nice person and would be nice to be friends with, yeah, and. And it's probably more irritating for you than it is for them because, you know, nothing's happening. And if they don't want anything to happen, they're just going to say, no, that's not how I feel about you. And so, Mm. you know, you've got to make a decision then about whether the friendship is important enough for you to just like control yourself and deal with that urge that you have. Which is what I do the vast majority of the time. Yeah. And yeah, then I make, yeah, yeah. you know, stupid yeah. mistakes. And then I, then I, you know, like most people, I have to use alcohol as an excuse for making a, making a, a, a stupid mistake. Um, and because yeah. you can always say, oh, I'm sorry, I was drunk, you know, as, as if that makes any difference. But, um, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking about what's happened in the past. I, you know, I don't really drink now. Um, yeah, well, which is a problem because <laughs> I don't have an excuse anymore. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A... And I think I think the thing it, it it look it is difficult and 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 it is probably quite divisive this topic in terms yeah. of people who say yes categorically you can be friends with the opposite sex and then people like yourself who like. I just, uh, you know, you personally just find it a real struggle. And Mm. yeah, I mean, recently I went on a date with somebody that I, um, he was drunk and, you know, whatever. He, he wanted to take things in the intimate direction and I wasn't going to because as many people know about me, I have a thing about teeth and, uh, and really bad teeth I just can't I just can't go there it's just it's just a deal breaker for me Um, and and he had a he had a missing front tooth and a big crack tooth that was a triangle shape that looked quite sharp and nasty (laughs) so I thought no I don't I don't want to do that and the next day he was predictably said oh you know it was really great and I'd like to see you again and I said look you know I know it's an American thing and you're a British person and British people have a different 
you know, feeling about this, but your teeth are a challenge for me. So I can't, I can't, I can't go there, but you're local. (laughs) And I really like being your friend. I did wonder if he was going to tell me to fuck off, but actually he said, you're not the first person to say that. And it was a result of a recent accident and I'm getting in the process of getting it fixed, but it's quite expensive. And there's a, you know, a bunch of other stuff involved and mm. la, 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 la. Mm. And then we ended up having this great discussion just by text about all of this. But I, but I was actually really gratified by, 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 by the reaction to me being upfront about the fact that I didn't want to take things yeah. into, into a sexual place and his response that he just wanted somebody to go to art galleries and gigs with and things and he's local and that's that's great you know because because you know like you've just moved to Sheffield and and sometimes you just want to go and do stuff with people right and it's not really about whether they're male or female it's just about do you like the same stuff as me and yeah I've other I've also met through through that app, that dating app, you know, this guy who's much older than me, and we just hit it off on a friendly basis and he's got a long term health condition and you know, that's a red flag and and so we're just having a nice time and I think we're both cool about that. I mean, we to be honest, we haven't talked about the fact that we're not gonna have sex with one another, but I think he's pretty he he he's you know he's he knows that anyway Does he right? and yeah, yeah. we're just having you know he just knows that and we're just having a really nice time so yeah that's good. i do think that i don't think it's maybe i'm being maybe i'm being naive i well, don't know maybe i'm being possibly. naive but i don't i don't feel like i am i feel like no, I, no. i've made two new friends and no well and that's I'm good really i mean happy if, about that if the woman uh, in this relationship, and of course we're talking here about purely, um, you know, cisgendered heterosexual uh, relationships, and maybe different the other way around. Um, you know, a, a different in a different uh, formulation, but um, the you know the the women are in control really um, because they're the ones yeah. who. Yeah say yes or no i mean mostly men are going to say yes so it's a question of whether the man can can put that issue to one side and then accept that as it's a friendship i was going to say just a friendship and then that's quite revealing too um that it is a friendship that you you know you do stuff together go places together um, and whatever, but maybe this is why people are always on the lookout for a partner because that sexual sexual element then is rolled up into the the friendship, um, and it's very difficult to have a relationship with someone where you you have the all the friendship and the companionship and the you know the doing stuff mm-hmm. together um, that d- that then doesn't have that sexual element added into it as well. And often um, relationships break down, you know, very often, um, when the sexual e- element um, gets lost from it. And, you, and they find it very difficult. People find it very difficult then to be just friends in a marriage. You know, there's something missing, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
And um, it's, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe. well, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced the men and women shouldn't live together anyway. So, you know, they, they should uh, live yeah. entirely separate lives because of the entanglements of hearts who complicated and that we should have, you know, what yeah. <laughs> what we have basically is uh, friend, friends yeah, with yeah. benefits. I mean, it's what we're talking about yeah. is the benefits really and whether the benefits are... Are always clear right from the very start, and um, that that's the difficulty. Yeah. You know, what benefits do you want from this friendship? Yeah, and I think that's also kind of um, you, there's a lot of things to unpack there yeah, about yeah. like whether a marriage can turn into a friendship yeah. or whether it's that's that's difficult. And I know that quite a lot of men that I meet recently are still friends with their exes, which I think is great and shows a certain level of maturity. Not, It's not always possible because sometimes it's quite acrimonious. So sometimes being a friend with your ex is really difficult. Mm. But I think also we, one of the things that I find and, 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 and probably makes me attractive to people is that I don't expect anybody to deliver for me everything yeah, yeah. i i i have lots of friends and i do different things with them and i have friends who i know like you know like my my girlfriend i went to um to an art show with the other week and you know she loves art i love art we can just wander around we have a shared sensibility about that and mm. Then we went out for lunch. We had a really lovely day. It was just beautiful, beautiful day out. And and so I don't expect a man to be able to deliver to me like friendship, interest in all my interests, mm. being willing and able to go and do all the things that I want to do and being this this everything to everybody kind of yeah. person for me. So yeah. if they tell me that, you know, they've got somebody else in their life that they like doing other shit with. It's like, great. Yeah. Cause that relieves me. I don't want to go to a fucking football match, you know? So yeah. you have someone you like going to football matches with. That's great. You know, yeah. you have somebody that you like doing that with. That's great. And you know, if some guy is just like a really good shag, but in other ways, he's kind of dull, mm. then he's a good shag, but in other ways, he's kind of dull. <laughs> like, you know, like sometimes yeah. you can find somebody who's, who meets you on your level sexually. And I suppose that's the thing that most people do struggle with because they they equate intimacy and being great in bed. I mean, the guy that I went out with on Saturday when I asked him what he was into, he started talking about simultaneous orgasms. And I was like, fuck right off. You know, like that happens in the movies, mate. You know, <laughs> like know, the likelihood of you ever getting me to have a simultaneous orgasm, well, he, never mind any orgasm at all. You have to be it's patient. Like, it's like... So far fetched. As soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh my god, this man is a huge amount of pressure." Let's just go and see a gig together. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Well, the simultaneous but, you know, orgasm is a blind thing, of course, and it depends on the individuals. Oh, come on! I mean, like, honestly, the only time I had that was in a threesome, and I still get off on that occasionally. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I. Well. Yeah. No. I. I I've, I've experienced it. Um, 
I, I experienced them. <laughs> well, good when, for you. Good for you. I, I mean, a woman I had a very short one-day thing with, um, overnight thing with. We had sex twice, and we had we had simultaneous orgasms tw- both times. So you know, it can happen. <laughs> really? Wow! And she wasn't faking. No, that's she wasn't. Great. She was. Um, she, she she was she was as amazed as I was uh, by it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, no, it's yeah. But, but most I mean, of the look, time it those, doesn't. Yeah. Those. No, and most and mostly, you know, the ability to be, uh, you know, people think that it the being intimate with someone and having great sex with someone and then having this person that's like your best friend and all of this kind of stuff. Mm, this is what yeah. this is. This is all important. And I've just reached a stage in my life where I've realized, actually, you know, I can have a really nice thing with somebody else. We can be friends with benefits. I can go to gigs with somebody who lives in Notting mm. Hill. You know, I can go to art galleries with somebody or the pub. With, you know, it's just why do we invest so much yeah. hope in all of this stuff? Why, do, why don't we just look at people for who they are and yeah. the and, and the and the joy that that comes from being with them for what they are and not for what they, we would like them to be. Yeah, well, that's, that's my, that's my wise, my wisdom of the day. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's very wise. Um, but the problem is that most people think that the other person that they are getting in, involved with is going to be the ev- everything, you know, that you are my everything. Well, I'm bloody well not, you know? <laughs> um, no. And, uh, Exactly. And vice versa, you know, you've, you've got to keep it in keep it in bounds. You know, you've got to keep within some sort of within some sort of guidelines that allow you to be to have things going on outside your relationship. And then, of course, the big J word raises its 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 big green head. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, people are jealous of their partners having this or that interest, let alone having sex with other people. Um, but the you know the jealous of their interest in X Y Z. It doesn't matter what it is, you know. And um, it's because of this desire to to have everything in one package. It's just not possible. Yeah, and I suppose the jealousy of a friendship, which is what we're talking about here, about the friendship. Look, I get the fact that people are jealous of the friendship that I have with you know with my ex in because it is it is intimate on on many levels we discuss intimate Mm. things we don't have intimacy in the sexual way but we we have deep conversations and Mm. we know each other's weaknesses and we can discuss what shit we got up to on the weekend or not and Mm. you know and all of that kind of stuff so that can be quite threatening to somebody especially in the early days of a relationship where they're just getting to know you and there's somebody sitting in the background who knows everything yeah. already. You know, they know everything about yeah. you. They know, you know, they know, they know all the shit that goes mm-hmm. on. And I, I do get that can be, th- I, look, I would find that quite threatening. But I also, you know, I know that your friend in, in Sheffield that you've known since you were teaching and everything mm-hmm. is an incredibly close friend of yours. And I suspect she's not a million miles different from the relationship that I have. Yeah. You know, she's somebody that really gets you, yeah, right? She absolutely. she knows that you're she knows she knows all that stuff about you. And when you've talked to me about her, 
I do get the sense that there's this person that really, really understands you. Yeah, and yeah really absolutely. Knows who you are. Oh, very, very close right? friends. Yeah. And 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 so you do have those friendships with people. The fact that your libido is still hanging out there, or whatever, <laughs> it kind of doesn't really matter. It just, no, it doesn't. It's it's it, it is nice to have those relationships with people of the opposite sex who do really know you, and. One of the things about being of different genders and having those deep relationships with people is that they bring a different perspective mm. to to your to your relationship. Mm. And my girlfriend relationships are very different from the relationship that I have with him. And I suspect that your relationship with your friend is quite different from the relationship you have with your male friends. And so I think, you know, to mm. end it, I would say that there's, that we should look at the at the value of these uh, of having a relationship with a different gender and yeah although we may men may struggle with it isn't it worth it at the end of the day oh definitely definitely yeah if you can keep the big one-eyed monster in check then you know <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's worth definitely it, worth it right? yeah 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 i think so but um, but yeah, we've come yeah. to the end of our half an hour. Anyway, so um, we have lovely to see you again in Sheffield, looking so happy, yeah, and comfortable, yeah. and relaxed. And your hair has grown in a kind of weird way. So the next time I see you, I'm expecting that you will have. Oh yes, well I, I I've got two things to do today. One is to go and register with the GP, and two is to get a haircut. Yeah, so. You're quite right, of course, and it cool. uh, will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, bye for now. Bye.